You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres Podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Thursday, April 8th. As always, I am your host with sometimes, occasionally, but certainly not always, the most, Javier Reyes. You might be familiar with some of my baseball-related work at places like Baseball FYI, Friars on Base, and newly Off the Bench Baseball. Or my more pop culture entertainment sort of stuff, which you can find at places like Nerdist, Mental Floss, Inverse, Play Disgusting, and many more. Of this here Lockdown Padres podcast, though, you can check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno, and that's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And if you guys feel so inclined, only, only, only. If you feel so inclined, you can hit me up on either of those two accounts with any questions, comments, or concerns that you might have, and I'll do my very, very best to answer them, and maybe even answer them right here on the show. Today's show, guys, it is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our locked-on rooms. There's plenty of them. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports, and today's episode is going to be a pertain to Locker Room. As Ben Kaspik and I, as I alluded to in earlier episodes this week, we did a live reaction-a-thon for this Giants-Padres game, this Game 3, the rubber game of the set, uh, and we had some reactions to that, and I'm actually going to play that for the rest of the episode, or in part in the the next segments, I should say. Um, Not not totally, I want to talk about the game just by myself for now. You guys only get to hear my nice, you know, little little pleasant voice for the beginning here, and then we're going to give some of my live reactions, including some funny live reactions, and then kind of our thoughts in the moment, and Ben's perspective, uh, who's really good and knows more about the Giants than I do. So let's jump right into some of my thoughts on the game. In a nutshell, guys, here we go. Padres-Giants, Padres lost by a score of 3-2, to two, a very low-scoring series. Very low-scoring series. Every game, here's the score of every game. On Monday, it was 3-2 to two Giants. On Tuesday, it was 3-1 to one Padres. And on Wednesday, it was 3-2 to two Giants. Honestly, I think that that says it all. Again, it was really good pitching. Today, Blake Snell got the start. He goes five innings, only giving up two runs on only two hits. Walking four, so the control wasn't totally there. And striking out eight on 87 total pitches. I thought he looked great. I thought he looked like Blake Snell. He was inefficient. With the amount of pitches, he again, he only goes five innings, and he kind of struggled to get through them, especially with the walks. He didn't do himself any favor, but never gave up any huge hits, and that's what I noticed about his first start, too. A guy who, yes, inefficient, and there was some, he was letting on some base runners, but never, he, he folds just, a, he bends just a little bit, but never really breaks, and that's what's been nice to see him, and honestly, that's kind of the... The summation of his career, really. He's he's a really great pitcher. So, and with this deep Padres bullpen, even if he does go only five innings, I still think he's been he's a really quality arm on the team. And so far, he's been he hasn't disappointed at all. Would I like to see if he can reduce the amount of pitches that he's he's using per batter, for example? Uh, yes, for sure. But if he keeps performing like this, then really there isn't too much that we could complain about. Um, I thought he looked good. And on the other side of things, let me just quickly talk. continue talking about the pitching. Uh, Kevin Gosman, I thought, was tremendous. He goes seven innings, giving up one run on four hits, walking one and striking out five. Not the most astounding stat line in the world, but that splitter looks good. He had a couple strikeouts on that splitter that were nasty. I thought he looked good. 
Uh, just straight up, I thought he looked really good. I thought that Giants pitching, I think the Giants team in general is pretty underrated. I really do. I think that this is an underrated team, and they don't have – you could say that they might not have a single star – you could say that their biggest star player is somehow still Buster Posey to a degree, even if he's way past his prime. And then Mike Yastrzemski, who's been struggling and really didn't do much in this series either. He also only goes one for five today. He's batting 136 on the season. Uh, he had he was one for five with two strikeouts, by the way. The one home run actually uh, is, is comes from Darren Ruff out of nowhere, basically another out of nowhere guy. But seriously, though, I really do think that this Giants offense isn't too bad. And now let's talk about the Padres offense, which is probably going to be the thing everyone's talking about, you guys listening right now, you're saying, what the heck is, what the hell, man? Screw the Padres. They need to play better and all this and that. I agree, but I do genuinely believe that Gosman was good. This wasn't some, I thought Luke Widener of the D-backs, the one you got shut down against him. I didn't think he looked all that impressive. I think Padres hitters were really just mitching, missing their pitches. I thought Anthony Descalfani was not incredible, but looked solid for sure in uh, the Monday game. And on Tuesday, I thought Aaron Sanchez was okay, and I talked about how I think that it was a really nice little minor kind of almost bargain bin pitcher that the Giants picked up that I think could give them some quality. But today, I really do. I really think that Gosman looked good. I just thought that that guy, even though the strikeout numbers weren't super high, for example, like it's not an impressive stat line, I do think that he looked great. So I'm not really all that upset about the Padres' offense here. And still, we had our cool moments. You know, Will Myers... He hits a home run here uh, in the eighth inning to tie the game. It was really exciting uh, off of a really high pitch. And, it, you know, I don't think it was the worst pitch in the world. I thought it was impressive to see him uh, hit something that high in the zone, and especially over just the way that that at-bat was unfolding. And, you know, it was a slow pitch, though. It was only like 71 miles per hour. So it was definitely uh, a little bit slow, even if it had a little bit of movement on it. But that was really cool to see, as well as Jorge Mateo picked up an RBI in this game. And while obviously he and uh, Tucapita Marcana were not able to bring Jerks and Profar home in the final uh, inning of the, the extra innings, which was certainly disappointing. I would have liked to have this win. But like I said, a lot of people might be thinking right now, Padres offense, what the hell is going on? Two things I say to that. Number one, it's way too early. Way too early. What are we doing? Manny Machado, he started off real slow last year and he had some bad double plays against the Dodgers series that we really wanted early on. And we all know how that turned out. He's an MVP candidate. You know? This team also, I am worried about the Tatis thing, but let's just take into account, you know, Tatis isn't in the lineup. Tommy Pham isn't in the lineup, and I'm still expecting him to to break out at some point. No Trent Grisham, who we're going to be having in the next series, hopefully, this upcoming series. And like I said, just really good pitching from the Giants overall. Uh, and you shouldn't sleep on them at all. Definitely shouldn't sleep on that team. And I'm wondering what you guys think. I'm not going to issue my opinion this time. I I will issue my opinion a little bit. I don't mind the extra inning rule personally, but I know I imagine a lot of Padres fans maybe after today were a little bit annoyed by it. But still, I personally don't mind it that much. Uh, and I'm curious to hear what you guys think. So send me some uh, responses and whatnot on Twitter. Now I'm going to get started the locker room kind of reaction and whatnot uh, for, but one, my reaction to Will Myers' home run, which was really fun. And then our kind of immediate reactions after the game and give Ben's perspective on the series as a whole and I think there's some good nuggets of info in there and then at the end of the podcast I'll also just talk a little bit about uh future I guess talk about the future a little bit but before we get into all that guys I got to talk to you about Locker Room which is what you're going to be hearing from in a little bit Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about 
baseball, man, or about any league, honestly. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to all the big news and rumors out there. You'll even have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked On Padres podcast because of our Locked On uh, Locker Room conversation. It's really cool. Be, jo- be sure to join every time that I put them out there. I usually advertise them on Twitter and all that, and it's a lot of fun for sure. I love how easily accessible the app is and that everyone can be part of these live stream type of things and just be together in this kind of communal sort of thing. It's really fun. So go download the free Locker Room app right now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. Follow me at Javier Reyes, which is J-A-V-I-E-R-R-E-Y-E-S on Locker Room. Not the same as my Twitter handle or anything like that. So uh, make sure to follow me on there. That way you are notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss my goofy butt uh, talking about all sorts of silly things on those broadcasts. They very get very silly, but everybody seems to be having a good time. So be sure to do that. I'll see you there, guys. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And now, guys, also, I want to talk to you quickly. Feels like it's been a little bit since I've talked about them. It probably hasn't. It just feels like it's been a while. It's rockauto.com. First and foremost, they are a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily drive, whatever kind of driver you are, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks and deliver directly to your door. The rockout.com catalog, also really unique, really, really, actually remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts that you need, which is very important for people like myself who don't really usually know what's going on with cars. They got you covered. Uh, and best of all, best of all, here's here's the kicker. Prices at rockout.com are always reliable, though, and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. You guys are smart. You know this. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It doesn't make any sense. So go to rockout.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And one last message, I promise, we're getting to the locker room, I promise. One last thing, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And now finally... Let's go to the live locker room show. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, Ryland Styles says, shame the fake news media will not talk about Junis only allowing three <laughs> base runners through five innings. <laughs> fake news media. Oh, man. That's good. Um, that's good. Uh, yeah, was he Was he really all that, that good, Ryland? Is he like one of your guys, ooh, Myers with the big cut on that one. Um, ooh, one, day, one day on one of these live streams. I'm going to like be intentionally try and be ahead of you on the stream and then like pretend like say Myers, if he Homer, I'll just be like, <laughs> I had a ball taken there. Just to, like, get, like, be... Or just wait. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Dang it. I was going to say, or just pretend <laughs> it's a home run when it's not. I was literally just, the... I know I could have done it right there. I should have done it right there. <laughs> <sighs> Pain. I was just saying that I should have pretended it was a ball or whatever, but oh Myers, you beautiful son of a gun. Unreal. That was a let me see that pitch again. 
to hang up. It was up a bad pitch. I was surprised was he got that one, honestly. But probably 80 miles an hour. Let's see. Less. That was some decent hitting by Myers. He usually is. I mean, that's what happened with him last year. That also, is not yeah, the where giant killer. That's that true. Pitch. Just right at the belt, or even a it's it's moments like these, man. That's why I feel like Myers might be legit. Where like he doesn't hit off speed, weird stuff like that. It's Dylan Carlson apparently just hit a grand slam. Um, what's it called? It's like, and he's also been really clutch for the Padres. Low key was, I think his clutch stats last year were better than um, anybody's on the team, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe Tatis was the only other one, but uh, he was great. And honestly, Manny was probably in there. I assume too. Um, but. Yeah, Myers, it's like it's off speed stuff. Like he wasn't he didn't hit like he hit fastballs, but nothing else. And I was really up in the zone. It's just it's moments like that that make me feel like Myers might be able to really keep this going. So wow, that was that was wild. Um as Manny goes on that one, okay. Nick, uh Kapler needs help managing the bullpen. This is really frustrating. By help do you mean better pitchers? Interesting. Yes, yeah. So I kind of agree with that. Like last night, it was Whistler mm. as a righty. You know, this is you're going through a bunch of righties here in the heart of the order, and yeah. um, you know, if you can't go to Whistler and you can't go to Rogers, who are you going to? I mean, McGee for a two inning save. They've already said McGee won't go multiple innings. So, I mean, the thing about Rogers, if you look at his kind of career numbers they're good it's just Mm -hmm. you know he's not an overpowering guy of course as you know he strikes out Machado there that's the thing is teams score runs you know the the Padres have scored two runs through eight innings the pitching is not the problem today yeah once again they didn't score a lot so far but you're also going up against what may be the best pitching staff in all baseball maybe second behind the Dodgers uh, the Padres coming into today had a team ERA of two, 2.00. Mm. And they're one inning away from maintaining that today. So it's tough. You're you're facing a really good pitching staff. And what what's written here? Go to Rogers last night and Whistler tonight. I mean, <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, like I'm trying to think who else. They don't have a lot of right-handers in the pen. They've got Whistler. Whistler and Rogers are kind of the main guys. Maranta is in there, but he pitched last night and he had shoulder surgery. So I don't think they're trying to use him back to back. And Whistler had gone two nights in a row. So I don't, I just don't know that they had any other choice. I guess Gosman could have gone one more inning, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, I mean, he genuinely was good today. Like I was just telling Ben before, like, no matter what happened, I was, I don't think it was like bad Padres offense. I think the splitter was on point. He had one strikeout of um, the strikeout against Campizan. I thought was impressive. Cause that was a long at bat. There's a moment when it looks like he drove uh, like deep into left field, like a nice double or triple, or whatever, like that one just barely fell. Like he bounces back in the at bat. So I thought Gosman was, was really great today. Hold up a minute. Hold up a minute. I need to talk to you beautiful people about betonline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but baseball, obviously. Uh, College basketball is also over, but you still have baseball, the NBA, and the NHL. They're all in full swing, and BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Real with also real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's fantastic. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Remember to use that promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Let's see, Javi, just share one win, just one win, <laughs> just one court. win. Just give it to us. It is, I, and like that's the thing about this game, where like this this doesn't feel like a must. I know the Padres fans will freak out because they think that they're supposed to win 120 this year. But like I said, I think who is it that we have next? Um, uh, not, not Pittsburgh. Yeah, we have Texas and then Pittsburgh. So like, Oof. if there's a get right series where you can just munch, that's the one. This is going to be run. interesting. Get. Yes, sir. Oh, God, that was close. Yes, sir. LFE. Damn it. That's when I, w- I wish we had Mookie Betts right there, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, Mookie Betts, and that he's out by 50 feet. <laughs> yeah, it's like over. <laughs> it's like one of those where he just he just walks the home plate, and he's like, all right. I don't know what I was Yeah, thinking. exactly. He's like, I'm out. I'm out. Hey, that's what they needed, though. Ah, damn. It's all right. And that's, here's another thing what's going to be interesting is I think when it comes to extra innings, you can't fault like relievers you know what i mean like you can't be mad right. like if a guy because think about it what if the 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 um giants so they had that one grounder that if there wasn't a guy on third he immediately throws it to first and it's like a lot more um less scary right and then it's a pop-up right. so that's the thing if people need to like it's not like if, yeah Two you have to be really good some might say that this might put a premium on relievers i don't know but uh, it's definitely like one of those things where I'm not going to do a love video after this and be like, Tim Hill blew the game. It's like, no, he actually right. really didn't. Um, well, the Giants lost one where they did they did not give up a, a hit last year. Yeah. They played an mm-hmm. extra inning game and they lost on, you know, three consecutive, like, fly balls, basically. Mm-hmm. Or two, you know, like, ground yeah. ball to second base, moves up the runner, and then a sack fly scores a run. and then Which they, is the counter, right? That's the counter to people for extra innings where it's like there's a cute the potential for you not even getting a hit and potentially winning the game is what people are annoyed exactly. by, which I get. But, but I way more towards. To. Yeah, exactly. Um, you, it's not like we, we talked about earlier with football where like you might not get a chance at all. At least like both teams do get a chance with this. Um, and it spices things up a little bit for a season that's so long. I think that they can afford to be like. Let's just make the last inning more exciting. Like we, we just need to do that. Maybe. Let's see here. God, I, I'm so. It's so funny. We're on like game six, and we're so nervous. I know. Hundred and fifty-eight more. Fifty-six yeah. more. Ooh, swing. Ooh, that That's was a, a cut. That was a good pitch. Eighty-seven slider. Just yeah, that was a perfect good pitch. shot. I love that pitch. Mateo thought he had it Throw for it sure. Again. Does Mateo strike out Whew. a lot? Yeah, I mean, it's so weird because he didn't play enough last year for me to have a good grip on how I feel about him at the plate. He's mostly the, yes, the Grisham villain. Damn! Yes, sir! Damn! 88 in a perfect spot. I had to get oh, up off the couch Oh, man, that's that a one. bad strikeout. Ben is off, off the couch. <laughs> He's walking around the living room. <laughs> we need this one. That was a nasty pitch. Give us this one. That was this a nasty one. pitch. That was mean. That's, a, that's that what I'm cool. saying with Peralta. He throws that pitch and then like a 97 mile an hour kind of fastball yeah. with good life to it. Also, 
good oh, like, boy. thinking life at 97. Oh, boy. Uh, what's going on? Just a shout out to everybody in here. Albert, Sandy, Ryland, John, Michael, Vince, Alexis. What's going on, guys? Come on, Padre, says Alexis. I agree. Thank you. Finally, we got a Padre uh, follower in here. Uh, it's, it's, this is crazy. Oh, it's Marcano in. What, what's the scouting report on Marcano? Three guys uh, I don't know Just much a about. barely any power, um, decent glove, good contact skills, which I think I'd be more excited about if there weren't two outs. But he had a really good spring training. He bad, I think he led the team in, in batting average. That's why he made the spot. Um, we'll see. This is a big spot for him, obviously. Am I right to say that he's only played in A ball? He hasn't played double A or triple A? Do you know? No, I actually don't know. Oh, there's a fly ball. Root. Ah. Dickerson is there. Drop it. Ah. Oh, no. Yes, sir. sir. Oh, man. He got aggressive there. That is the biggest win of the year, which is not saying much because we've played (laughs) six games. Javi, I oh, hope you guys man. win 95, but we needed this one. Yeah, I know. Hey, Take look, it's, Dodgers, the it happens. West. It's all good. Um, immediate okay. reaction, Gosman practically pitched a gem. Um, Myers doing Myers things. It's a good team. You know, they're a scrappy, weird team. There's Brandon Crawford, the only one that I got mad at that got a big hit for the Giants this series. I was just like, no, screw you. You're not good at this. I'm mad. Um um yeah so that's crazy i gotta go now actually really quickly but uh this is a lot of fun thanks for everyone for tuning in i imagine ben's gonna break it down a little bit more um tough loss for the padres but again really good pitching by the giants and the giant the padres offense while it is kind of slow right now uh we've got texas and pittsburgh coming up so that's a really good get right series and i'm still not concerned i'm just genuinely not concerned and darvish darvish snell Every, everybody like looked good in this series. Even Adrian Monahona actually thought looked pretty good too. Um, so really good stuff to take away from this from the Padres and nothing to really be all that upset about. We're not going to win 140 games. So yeah, on that note, take care everybody. Later, hubby. And that is it, everybody, with uh, the locker room recordings and all that uh, here today on this episode. But before we kind of wrap things up, I want to quickly talk to you guys about something real, real good, baby. That's Locked On Fantasy Baseball. It's a great podcast. Be a waiver wire winner with the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast. It's a daily fantasy baseball podcast hosted by the veteran Mr. Fantasy analyst extraordinaire Scott Cullen, who uses data and nearly two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer the strategies and waiver wire pickups that lead to league wins. Follow Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And now in terms of the future of this podcast, firstly, though, of course, going to be reacting to all this Rangers stuff. And that's another thing about the Padres offense, guys. Got some good teams coming up to wake up. You know, we got the Rangers and the Pirates, two of some of the worst teams in all of baseball. Very exciting. Uh, and I, I really think that's another reason not to be panicked about the offense. This is a really get right series coming up. And to celebrate this potential get right series, uh, for tomorrow's episode, I'm going to be talking with Bryce Paterik of Locked On Rangers. Going to be a lot of fun, I imagine, doing a crossover. Not very often that we get to do a crossover with Bryce, you know, being an American League team and all. Uh, I've talked with him before. He is indeed a sad boy, but it should be a very fun time and i'm gonna have i'm gonna be nice to him honestly on the pod i know you guys might say oh you should make fun of no he he's where you know the padres faithful uh i guess have been in a situation for a long time now essentially for like 10 years uh it only started finally getting better so he's in a rough patch right now so i'm not gonna be super mean to him uh so look forward to that and then next week probably monday i'll be recapping 
uh, the, the the weekend slate of games. And of course, of course, uh, I still am planning on put, posting my uh, part of the chat with DC Lundberg of Locked On Mariners, which I just thought was a fun chat that we talked about kind of Mariners and prospect talk and, you know, what he thought of um, the trades for Taylor Chamel and all that stuff. And I might post that at the back end of some of my single game recaps. But I really did think that the locker room stuff was fun today. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoyed my podcast yesterday with Emily Nyman. That was a really fun little mix-up in there. And I'm going to try and do more of those as the season goes on. And I do my little recaps. I also want to maybe have like little interviews on the back end. I feel like that could really make the podcast special. So, yeah, guys. With that all being said, though, that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast. The only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast, wherever. And be sure to send me some five-star reviews on the Apple Podcasts app. I'd greatly appreciate that. Follow the show at LO underscore Padres on Twitter or myself at Javapeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay faithful. My fire faithful homies, take care.